morning and worshiping our risen Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who uh, truly is worth and worthy of our commemoration of His sacrifice for us. And so, that said, I want you to turn your Bibles, if you would, very quickly this morning to Romans chapter 12. In Romans chapter 12, Paul speaks about dedication. What we're about to do at the close of our service today is to respond or commemorate the greatest act of dedication that's ever happened in all of time and history uh, for, for all of humanity, and that's remembering, commemorating the death of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the perfect example of dedication. He was dedicated to His Father's plan that everything that Jesus did while He was here on earth was supporting His Father's plan, was in obedience to His Father's plan. Jesus lived this life in absolute perfect obedience to the Father, and it cries out to us today for our own personal dedication and what that looks like and how we ought to respond to it. Dedication is the act of binding ourselves to intellectually and emotionally to a course of action. So when we're dedicated to the Lord Jesus Christ, our, our, our lives are committed to Him and to follow Him. For the Christian, true dedication is really exemplified in our giving, our giving of ourselves, our giving of our, our time, our efforts, our resources to the Lord Jesus Christ for His glory. Paul gives three areas in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 about dedication. We're going to look at one of those this morning. You'll have to come back tonight for the other two. But I want to give them to you just in case you're not back tonight. Uh, but uh, those areas are one of the things that we're dedicated. Our dedication is giving to God your body, uh, your mind, and your will. Those are areas that really require a believer to be dedicated to the Lord Jesus Christ in and so we, we have to consider that. Listen to what he says in Romans chapter 12, beginning of verse 1. He says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you might prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. What great admonition, what great instruction for you and I today about dedication, about being dedicated to the Lord Jesus Christ. And as we look at that, before we begin, would you bow with me and let's have a word of prayer. Father in heaven, we're so grateful and thankful to you today for your great love that Jesus, you came and you dedicated your life for us, that you gave up your own life that we might be saved. Thank you in that example, Lord, we see the great act of love, mercy, and grace that you've shown to each of us individually. That by believing in you and trusting you as our Lord and Savior, that we can have that gift, that benefit from your sacrifice is our blessing. And we thank you for that today. So Father, I pray that this morning that you'll open this word and that you'll also open our hearts as we share in communion that uh, you have given to us this great gift of salvation, our, our only hope for eternal life. And so, Lord, I pray this morning that you give us receptive hearts to be obedient to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You know, as we look at this idea of dedication, dedication certainly is giving, 
uh, God our bodies. Uh, Paul says here, I beseech you therefore, brethren, that you present uh, your, your bodies as living sacrifices. So, so Paul immediately, he begins going at the heart of dedication. It's the idea of giving and here in the sense that he reminds us that it begins with our life, that we give our life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, first of all, we look with me at verse 1 that uh, his request for the presentation of our bodies, that Paul makes this request. He says, I beseech you. Paul is saying, I'm begging you. Listen, if you hear me, uh, Paul is saying that I'm begging you to do this, that I'm begging you to, to make this dedication of yourself to the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and uh, there's some things about it that I want to encourage you with, I want you to see. First of all, this appeal that Paul makes about the presentation of our bodies, our lives to Jesus Christ, this appeal is made to Christians, isn't it? I mean, what does he call it? He says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren. He doesn't say, I beseech the whole world to dedicate themselves to Jesus Christ because Paul understood that someone who's not a Christian, not a believer, has no desire whatsoever to dedicate themselves to the Lord Jesus Christ. They have no reason to until they come into a relationship with Jesus Christ. And so that request that Paul makes for you and I to present our bodies to the Lord Jesus Christ, or to live out our life for the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a, it's a family thing. It's a Christian thing. And so Paul says to the brethren, he says to you and I today, through the scripture that we have here before us today, that we need to know Jesus Christ, and that as we come into relationship with him, that we become a part of a group of people that are dedicating their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, listen, how did, how did Paul come to understand that the same way that we all do, that we all come to faith in Jesus Christ through the cross. You see, the Bible's true when it says that for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have eternal life. We come to Jesus Christ believing in Him, trusting in Him, trusting that His death and His sacrifice, His dedication to God is the sufficient thing that brings us into a relationship with Him. So that we can truly uh, give our lives to him uh, in return for him giving his life for us. So he makes the appeal to, first of all, Christians. Look also with me at the verse. Not only does he make this appeal to Christians, but this appeal is based on God's compassion. Isn't it? Paul says, hey, uh, uh, I I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. He's saying that, uh, you you know, the mercies of God are the things that in our relationship with Him are what God has done for us that gives us benefit, isn't it? I mean, that that shows us His compassion. How how long would it take for you and I to count the mercies of God that you and I have experienced in our life? You you know, it's it's unlimited. I love in Psalms 103, uh, the psalmist writes about the benefits of God. And, And listen to what he says in just a few of them. Because they really exemplify all of our lives as Christians. But he says in uh, Psalms 103, beginning at verse 1, just a few verses. He says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities. Who heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from destruction who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your mouth is is renewed like the eagles, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. What great benefits, isn't it? And so Paul is saying, listen, brethren, 
If there's any benefit to knowing Jesus Christ, then the, the reciprocal actions that you and I, or how we ought to respond to God is this way. Present our bodies to Him. It's a natural thing, isn't it? it, it it's really the only thing that we can do in response to what we've received and experienced in our relationship with Jesus Christ. Who else loves us like He loves us? Who else does for us the things that He does for us? And so, the response is to present our bodies to Him. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. I love what Lamentations chapter 3 22 and 23 says, it says, Through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed, because His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. It's our God. That's the one that we present our lives to. So He makes this appeal based on the compassion of God. Not only that, but the appeal is also consuming. He says that you present. Your body is a living sacrifice. You know, the idea of presentation or this word means several different things. But one of the things that this word means, presentation, is it means it has the idea of abandonment. In other words, if you give something away, in a sense you abandon your rights to it. If, if I give you a gift, you know, what I'm giving to you that I have no more claim over, that, that I, I have no more recourse to. And so... What the idea here of is presentation is as we give our lives is that we abandon, we hand our lives over to the Lord Jesus Christ. Right? I, I mean, we, we say, Lord, I, I have no more claim over me, but I give that claim to you. That's what Paul's talking about. It, it's the idea of surrendering to the Lord Jesus Christ. That I, I have no claim on myself, Lord, but I give myself completely to you. How often are we guilty of making that kind of decision? Say, Lord, you know, here I am. I, I, I'm giving everything to you. And then, and then you know, just moments later, we, we take part of it back. We, we take claim back again. or we, we're, You know, we want to hold on to something. We need to give it to Him. The, the idea also is, is it, it has an indication of agreement. That, that we're in agreement, that we present something that it means, it literally means to set beside something else. So what happens is, is in our relationship with Jesus Christ, that we're, we're presenting ourselves to come along beside Him, to walk with Him in life, to be in agreement with Him. Uh, the, the, the Bible calls it walking in the Spirit. And if we walk in the Spirit, Paul says in Galatians 5, that we'll not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And so it's, it's, it's walking in agreement with God. It's desiring what He desires. It's agreeing with what He says. That's you and I giving ourselves to Him. It also has the idea of availability. That if we present something to someone else, that it's available to them, isn't it? That they can have it. Uh, to place yourself at someone's disposal. Even, listen to me, even when it's not convenient. That we belong to God when it's convenient and that we should belong to Him when it's not convenient. When it's difficult, 
uh, when uh, it, it's, it's hard, uh, we belong to Him. And so, you see, He speaks about this, this thing of, uh, of making this appeal based on being consumed in our relationship with Jesus Christ. That we present our bodies a living sacrifice, that presentation. And then finally also, the idea of this request is, the appeal is, is clarified, isn't it? Paul makes it clear what he's saying for us to present to God. He says, your body is a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto Him. So he's pretty clear, isn't he? What does he want? What does God want? He wants your body. <laughs> you know, somebody defined the body as the instrument of living. <laughs> it's the thing that we live in. It's, it's the, uh, the, the means that we live in this earth. Why did God give us a body? So He gives us a body so we can live what Paul is asking of you and I is to really give our, our life to Him. He, he wants it, look, as a living sacrifice. You know, not, not to, as opposed to a dead one, right? Uh, you know, sometimes we give God an almost dead sacrifice. Not one that's very much enjoyable to it. Or not one that's very happy about things. God wants a living sacrifice. He wants a holy one dedicated as opposed to half-hearted. He wants you to be fully committed to Him and joyful in that commitment to Him. How often sometimes do we as believers come to the Lord, Lord, begrudgingly, I'm yours. I know I have to be yours because I'm a Christian and you know, I'm just gonna. You know, I'm just gonna bow down and bear this thing and go on and and serve you. Is that really the way that God wants us to serve you? Let me ask: you, Is that really, really, the way that we want to serve Him? Shouldn't there be something uplifting about serving the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? Shouldn't there be something that draws us up and gives us hope and gives us joy and fulfillment in our life and our walk with the Lord Jesus Christ? You know, when God tasks us to do something, or God calls us to do something, shouldn't we embrace that task with great joy? By, by knowing that, look, whatever God calls us to do, He's working out His eternal kingdom. That we're a piece and a part of a masterpiece that God is doing here on earth, that we can really join Him together in serving and reaching people since lives changed. I don't know what's more exciting than that. Maybe you do. Uh, but, but he wants a, a living sacrifice. Uh, he, he wants us not to be half-hearted, but dedicated to him. And he says acceptable. Uh, holy and acceptable. The idea of being acceptable is being pleasing to him and not offensive. Uh, so he's called us to that thing. Why does he want it? He says, which is your reasonable service. Paul says, look, that's the least we can do. Uh, another way this phrase is often translated in Scripture is our intentional act of worship. That, that's our intentional act of worship. In other words, that's the way we respond to God is by presenting ourselves to that very thing that God has called us to. You see, he requests, uh, his request is for the presentation of our body. But look, what's his reason for the presentation of our body? Let me give you... 
some thoughts about that very quickly. Why does he want us? Well, Scripture gives us some idea why he wants us. Uh, first of all, our bodies are God's temple. Right? He lives in us. Scripture says, uh, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? Uh, whom you have from God and you're not your own? That our bodies are the, you know, if we really thought about that for a minute and we really believed our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, how do, how do you, I mean, is that a new way to look at our body? Maybe we, some of us are expanding the temple. <laughs> some of us are trying to shrink the temple. I don't know. Some of us are doing other things to the temple. But really it's the place that God dwells. It's where He lives. If we saw ourselves consciously, regularly as, hey, I am the place where God dwells. That He is in me. That He owns me. What a, what a way, what a transforming kind of thought. Is that everywhere I go, God goes. Everything I do, God does with me. Everything I see or listen to or focus on, God is there doing the same. Now all of a sudden life kind of takes on a new dimension, doesn't it? That He, that we are His temple, our bodies. So that's why we should dedicate our bodies to Him. Let me give you another reason. That's not convincing enough. How about another one? Our bodies are for serving God. Right? You say, what? What? Our bodies are for serving God. Now, this is what some of you guys are thinking about. Oh, well, my body's for serving God. My body's the temple of God. So I better make it look good. I've got to have that new dress. I've got to have that new jacket. I've got... No. <laughs> so, no, you can't justify your purchases because you're the temple of the Holy Spirit. All right? Or because you're, you're, you're chosen to serve God or any of those things. Or your body is for serving God. Listen to what Scripture says. For you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and your spirit, which are His, which are God's. What's the call? He says that our, our body belongs to Him. Our spirit belongs to Him. He says so we glorify God in our body and our spirit, which are His. So, so what, what, are, what are we here for? Why do we exist? It's to glorify God in our body and our spirit, which belongs to God. So now all of a sudden I need to begin to examine my life. What things am I doing in my life to glorify God? Or what things do I need to step up and begin to do to glorify God in my life? What aspects of my life that might not be glorifying Him? There's this deep need sometimes that we have for examination. So our bodies are for serving Him. Our bodies are His temple. Let me give you one last thing. Our bodies are to magnify Him. To magnify Him. Listen to what the Apostle Paul says. He says, According to my earnest expectation and hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but with all boldness, as always, so also, so now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or death, for as to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Paul says, more than anything, God has called me 
to glorify Him. Paul says that if that glory comes to God through the way that I live, then that's what I choose. That my life is committed to Him to be lived glorifying Him. And that if I die, then I want to die in a way that will bring glory to Him. Whether living or whether dying, my goal, Paul says, is to glorify God. Why did God give you the body that you have? I'm still wondering that about myself. But what I do know is why He gave me a body so that I could present it to Him a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto Him, which is my reasonable service. I believe that that's why God has given you a body and that He calls you as He calls me, as He calls every Christian, to give our lives to Him every single day. That day by day, we give our life to our Savior, Jesus Christ, by how we live, by what we do in life, by the things that we love and that are priorities to us, by sacrificing ourselves and taking up taking up His plan for our life and following Him. Jesus talked about being a disciple, didn't He? When He talked about the idea that if we come after Him or if we follow Him, that in following Him that we'll give up our life every single day. And that's what Paul's talking about. You see, every single day that Jesus lived on this earth, He gave up His life for you and I. The example of real dedication. God is calling you and I today to that same dedication to give up our bodies to Him as each day that we live it out. We have to ask ourselves, is that, is that my experience? Is that my reality today? Am I living truly for Him? Bow with me if you would. And we're going to close this part.